Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Mondo and Friends presented by Verizon. My name is Mondo Fresco and today I am joined by world-renowned actor, superstar, man. One of our, our, our greatest actors in the Latino community, man. So much love for you. So happy to have you. Emilio Rivera. Emilio, how are you? I'm doing good, Mondo. That's a very nice intro, brother. That's the best one I've ever yeah. had in my life, Carnario. <laughs> hey, thank you for having me, brother. It's a pleasure, I appreciate it's a pleasure that. man. I appreciate that. We we love that you're here. Uh, the team has been talking about having you on here. So this is season three. Congratulations, brother. Thank you so much. When we first were launching the show, season one, you were one of the names that were on our list that we wanted to have in in this building, and and we're really really stoked to to have you here. And you know you've done a, an you have an immense amount of of beautiful work. And um, I always say that it's it's great to to have representation uh, in media, and not just representation, but you represent as well. So just want to give you your you know, flowers. Bro, I, that that comes up from my upbringing. You know, and um, my upbringing is uh, loyalty, honor integrity and i will take that everywhere i go or not you know what i mean so and i just show our the people where people are you know what i'm saying yeah very yeah. proud of that and you show our people love all the time brother God's you the thing is brother is that you have to yeah you know we start looking at each other fighting each other then nobody's gonna want to bring us in you yeah. know what i'm saying all oh, they bring them together they want to fight each other no you got to show them love because it's an example you know yeah i want to i want to take it back I know you you your journey has been full of ups and downs um but it's it's not about how many times you you fall it's about how many times you get back up yes, sir. And you have gotten back up every single time which i i find so inspirational and, and 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 motivating to to us all you know people who who have struggled and and people who are trying to find their their dream job or dream passion and and we're, we're looking at you uh as a, as a role model thank for that. you brother. um i want to take it back to when you first decided to get into acting to get into entertainment at, at what point did that happen that happened when i got kenya sober 32 years ago brother you know uh, i had a i had a I, i'm from i'm from the streets i came from the streets you know and uh, i had a rough life but I made that rough life for myself. You know, yeah. I come from good parents, you know, hardworking parents, you know. Um, and the, the path I took, they did not want. It was just, I did what I wanted. You dig what I'm saying? And, uh, and it was a wrong path for a long time. You know, I, I have to say something before I go on here is that, um, you know, a lot of times I blame my upbringing. Uh, I mean, my my faults, my drug addiction, my, you know, my things because of my dad. I blamed him a lot. And uh, I... I used him as a crutch, mm. you know, and um, I tell, now I speak a lot to kids and stuff, and I got to say this, don't use nobody for a crutch. See, a crutch, instead of lifting you up, it holds you down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's somewhere I can go to, oh, this is my excuse why I'm doing this, you know. Once you let that crutch go, brother, you're going to be okay. You become your own person, you dig? And, um, but man, you know, uh, when um, one of my mentors, uh, I was freshly keen and sober, I was six months keen and sober, and uh, he told me what was the happiest thing that ever what made you happy in your life? And I was always a, a great ball player, not a good ball, but a great ball player. So I always hit the home run. I always struck the guy out. I had out of those moments. You yeah. did, I was like expected of me and, and, and I was good at it. But I remember when I was eight, I stutter now. I still stutter, but not as bad as I used to. And I remember when I was in the eighth, sixth grade, third grade, I um, I got cast for a, a play called Rumpelstiltskin, right? 
Now, I stuttered bad. I don't know how I got cast, but I, to this day, I don't know how I got cast because I'd be like, Dad, that's how I spoke, right? And I get cast, bro, and um, I didn't stutter one time because I knew what I was going to say, you know? And uh, um, the, the crowd was applauding for me and stuff, and I felt so, it felt, made me feel so good. So I tell my mentor this story, and he goes, well, you should try acting. If that's what really made you feel good, wow, try it. So I did. I took acting class. I I took a lot of acting classes, and then I started doing theater. One of my other, Bernard Hilder, he said, you got to start doing theater. And I found theater to be my new high. My new high. So the way I used to chase the drugs, I was chasing the work. And, and in four years, boy, it worked out for me. You know, I did a big movie in, uh, called Con Air. It, um, I, they cut me out of the movie, but I made a little bit of money. So I was able to buy some homes, and I never looked bad, brother. You know, wow. so yeah, it just it just worked out. I kept on studying and studying and studying. See, before I did twenty stage productions before I did my first TV show. Wow, you dig what I'm saying? Because that even to those two people in the audience, which sometimes there was only two people in the audience, it was like my rush. You dig what I'm saying, bro? And it, it worked out, man. You know, but even though nobody was watching, I was always learning. Right, and that's the thing. You always gotta just just keep learning, man. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you were about eight years old when you got your first yeah shot exactly. And then wow. for the next and for the rest of my life, I I ran the streets and did some of the best acting because sometimes you were it was not good and sometimes even though you were hurting, you couldn't show your hurt. You know what I mean? So that was a lot of a lot of acting going on there, brother. Because a lot of times I was hurting. You know the way we were raised. You know you know men are not allowed to cry. You know oh. we couldn't even if you smiled big. Yeah, that was a sign of weakness. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you know, it was the funniest joke you ever heard. It'd be like, that's all you could do, right? Because if you smiled big or you laughed hard, it was a sign of weakness, and it's, it's really that's a lot of acting going on there, brother. You know, because a lot of times you wanted to cry, a lot of times you wanted to laugh, and uh, you couldn't. Right. You didn't want to look weak, you know. You know, my my dad is is part of that that generation where, and obviously even before, um, like my grandparents, I don't have any photos of my grandparents smiling and my dad uh, to get him smiling today we have to like literally make him laugh exactly because it's it's always like this serious you know and i'm like dad smile you how know? old is your how old is your dad my dad is 65 see that's i'm 61 so see that's our time bro that's how that's how it was it was a sign of weakness bro you know and if you smile even in front of your your parents or your theo if you you smile too much it'll be like they will give you a look and you need to, to quiet down don't show no emotion. It's really a trip, man, you know? And acting, you know, uh, you get to go through all your emotions. It's so beautiful, you know what I mean? And uh, so my, my, my mentor, he took me in, and, uh, and he said, you know, I got to humanize you before I make you an actor. Wow. He, so he goes, I have to humanize you first. So the first, you know, first, um, first six months, every Wednesday I go to his house, and I'd pay him $40 an hour just to go cry in the studio. Wow. Let me, you know, he would bring something up, and, uh, and I would bawl, bro, and, uh, and he was, he was just breaking me down. He broke me down, Karnat, pretty much what he did. Then I was able to feel, I was, I was allowed to feel, you know? Yeah. The trip. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I um, saw that you posted, uh, and, I, and I posted it too. I didn't know that. I posted it like a week ago prior to today. And I, I think you posted around the same time. Macho man. I had to post it. Crying. I really to, to it so much. So so for those that don't know, it's a... It's, uh, uh, it's a video short clip of Macho Man, Randy Savage. Yeah, my favorite. On the Arsenio Hall show back yep. in the day. And he's talking about men crying and it being okay for men to cry. I uh, I reposted it and I said, crying isn't a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength. 
And I know you posted it too. I had to, what made bro. you what made it, you post it? When I when I saw that, I, I said, "Wow, you know, I never I never seen that till that day." And I so I had to post it because it just like it, it made me cry when I read it. I heard him. Wow. It was really a trip because and it's okay to cry. And he said and the way he said it goes, "I've cried a thousand times and I'm going to cry some more." Yeah. Which is beautiful. Yeah. You know, you know hum, we're human or not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When I said this, that macho man should go away. Not him, you know, I mean my my macho upbringing um Things got better, bro. Yeah. You know Things really got better. You learn how to love. You learn how to feel. You know? And you know what it is, old brother? I got to tell you, man. When I got my first dog, I was 32 years old. And that dog, I tell you, all kids got to grow up with a dog. I just lost one. Rest in peace, chaos. You know? But uh, um, it showed you a different way of loving, Garnett. They show you a different way of loving. And he softened me up so much. And I think if I would have had a dog growing up, Maybe I would have been a lot nicer guy, or maybe I would maybe I would show feelings more. You yeah, know? you know, just like my you know my son, you know, we lost two in this year, you know, and my son he took it so hard. We all took it hard, you know. But yeah. you know, we get there and we 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 get the shovel and the pick, and he, I make him dig the hole with me, and we you know we cover him up, we put flowers on him, and the favorite blanket and stuff, and and let him feel that pain, let him feel that this is part of life, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, you know. But I love that he knows how to love, you know. That's beautiful. Yeah, man. And I, I feel like you are also breaking cycles. You have to. You got to break that chain, Karnat. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, that, 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 that link that you think is strong is actually the weakest link. Because not let nobody feel. You know what I mean? I love how someone like Macho Man, right? His name is Macho Man. <laughs> and, and someone like yourself, who, who we see as, as a, a strong role model, and, you know, I was just sharing before we started, uh, I went to a retreat this past weekend yes. for three days. Um, and Emilio, I've never seen so many men cry, including myself. And the guys know we always talk about how it's okay. I'm, a, I'm an advocate of like telling men and, and, and young men that it's okay to cry. Because just like you, I heard, hey... Los niños no lloran growing up, yeah, right? Yeah. Los hombres no lloran. Or I'll give Boys you something to cry, cry about. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Or I'll, I'll give you something to cry about. Right, yeah. Right, right, right. So, to, to shut us up, right? Yep. And, and uh, yeah, boys don't cry, men don't cry. And, you know, it came to the realization that we, as men, cry. What doesn't happen often is us talking about it. Right, and us right. talking about it here today is is very liberating is very inspiring and motivating for me and and hopefully for for everyone watching everyone listening as well and, and i thank you for that oh no of course brother no it's just um it's just uh i wasted so much of my time you know trying to be this you know hardcore this stone-faced guy you know and all that did was just you know hurt you know hurt my heart brother yeah. you know made me it, mentally, it's not good for you, Karnat. You dig what I'm saying? You know, if you know, if I didn't cry, if I didn't cry till now, I'd be a wreck. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, you gotta let it go. It's a cleansing, bro. It's what it is. You dig? Like yeah. sweating, like sweating is a cleansing. So it's crying, loco. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yeah. My dad is is 65 years old. Um, in the last year, he's shown more emotion than the last. 30 plus years that I've known my dad <laughs> since hey, I was born. Well, at least you're and, lucky, Karnat, that you got to see that. Yeah. You know, my dad died at 57. I never got to see that. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. And I wish, um, 
you know, you know, old school macho man, you know, from the peace guys, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. you know, you know, they they just rough, you know what I'm talking yeah. about, you know. One thing, you know, I love my dad with all my heart, you know, and he just loved it the way he just didn't know how to show it. He did. I know he loved me, he just right, you know, but um they just don't show like how we do nowadays. You know, yeah. like my kid, my boy Rocco, you know. Uh, I hug them as much as I can, though, cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that's all I do. That's beautiful. You know, it is. And they come behind me. And our hugs are more like headlocks. You know what I'm saying? Like, we choke <laughs> each other up. But you know what? I love it because that's love for us. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's beautiful, man. Yeah. Hug, hug your kid. Hug your wife. Hug your dog. Hug everybody. Just smile, homie. Smile and hug. And it feels so good, man. It really does, you know? Yeah. I love that. Thank you for, for sharing that with us again. So speaking of smiling, um, you have us entertained. You have us smiling. You have us crying. Uh, you have us feeling all types of emotions with with all the work that that you do, Sons of Anarchy, uh, Mayans MC, on my block. Right, right. Um, you know of 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 the of those three. Actually, you know what? Before we even go into that, the tacos hey, are here. Let's go get some tacos, local. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take three. I'll take three, local. <laughs> Give me two of that lengua, friend. Let's do it, man. Uh, I love that. <laughs> I uh, I want to talk about so the the minute that you that you get into acting, I know that you also did some some comedy. I, I was watching before we, we right. get into. It, I was watching this this clip of you on Que Locos. Yes, yes. I used to love Que Locos. That was like great show ahead right? of its time. Yeah, Mike Robles uh, started that show for us and uh, gave a lot of us a platform to start off, man. And, you know, cause we started with everybody, with Gilbert Esquivel, Willie Barsenia, uh, Fluffy came in later on, you know, um, and Carlos Mancia, a lot of, and George Lopez. Yeah. You know, so it was, uh, it was a lot of us came out of there. You know, it, I did it for about eight years steadily. And then, uh, but the acting kind of took over and, and then I was just, I wasn't having fun no more. I was being funny and people were laughing and stuff. I just, um, it wasn't fun no more. It was really weird for me. I mean, once I, I do like two shows a year now, you know, and I'm doing one in November. Yeah. At the end of the, at the so oldie show, I'll be hosting that one. But um, it was just, um, it was just more easier just to go read somebody else's line. You dig what I'm saying? And I'm lucky that I've been able to do that a lot over the years, you know. I feel like that's one thing that a lot of people may not know about you is that you're a you're a funny dude. Like you Thank love you, to make people laugh too. Yeah, yeah. I know. Well, the thing is, I uh, I'm quick with it. You dig what I'm saying? So my, uh, I'm always gonna find the the funny and something the worst thing, the worst yeah. case scenario. I'll find the funny in it. You dig what I'm saying? And, and you know what, man? I just I just like when my friends laugh. I'm laughing. You know, I don't see, I don't get high. You dig? I don't, I don't get high. I got their tears clean. You know, but um, my high is just making watching everybody laugh. You dig? Yeah. It's just fun, man. Can we pause real quick? Thirty-two years clean, you said. Yes, sir. Yeah. Man, give a round of applause for that, man. That's... Thank you, bro. Thank you. Thank you. That's amazing. Thank you, brother. Congratulations. Thank you, brother. And and uh, and don't so... get me wrong, I wish I could have a shot. Tequila was my thing, you know, and uh, I love tequila. But the thing is that I don't know when to stop. You know, like yeah. I'll go to a three-day binge, maybe five-day binge. I won't be. I won't come home. That's for damn sure. You know, and then and then. If I'm falling asleep, I'll probably do a little bit of this and that just to stay up, you know. So that's coming. I just, if I could just take a shot and be feeding me, but I can't, brother. I know me already, you know. I got yeah. addictive personality, you know. I know that you've shared in the past, there's a song by War that used to put you oh, in, in, into this. Deliver the word. This dark, this dark hole. Was, you know, what you got to understand, man, is, um, you know, I was, uh, I could talk about drugs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you got people got to hear. 
because people so many, sometimes people need to hear this. Sometimes I'll put something up and they'll say, man, I needed to hear this shit, you know? Yeah. And you know, man, um, I would, you know, I would lock myself in a closet, man, you know, and just get loaded. And I would have this song deliver the word. You know, back then it was cassette, right? Yeah. And remember that, if you had a good cassette, it would flip by itself. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, when, it, when it ran out, it would flip by itself. You didn't take it out. And all. I was too loaded to do that anyway, right? So I'd put the same song, deliver the word, on a 90 minute tape and just get loaded in there in that closet, in the closet, brother. Just wow. some weird, right? And let that song play for 90 minutes. And I'd be there for like about six hours. Wow. Just on repeat. And if you hear the song, man, and then, so later on, I talked to one of the guys from War. Wow. And I, yeah, and this is really where all the guys that I, I really Full circle loved, moment, I'm he, sure. It, yes. Yeah. All the people that are like Sonia Zuna, Willie G and the Midnighters, it's, I'm hanging out with them now. It's really a trip how life is, you know, my, yeah. my, the people that I looked up to. Um, and the guy, when he wrote it, that's what he was going through. He was going through his drug addiction. You know, wow. You know, which, uh, which was a heroin addiction, which was I was going through, you know. So it was... Um, uh, yeah, man, it's uh, and that's what I would do, and then, then it would then that song would just take me there, take me there, and then all of a sudden, like uh, when I was you know out, out and about to some coca, and then come back up again, you know, it just uh, it was just you know playing with your life, man. All, you yeah, know? it's really weird, man. And it's, the song, the song itself is, is the song is a beautiful. downer. It's you know, it's a beautiful song, yeah. but if you listen to the words, yes, it's really hard. You know, what I'm stuck in a, It's just it's a scary song, or getting the brand new used toy. That's how poor he, see, a brand new used toy. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Look, it's a, but then at the end, he says, you know, deliver the word, man. You know, we can get out of this, you know. I got to get out of this place. It's hard, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. De deliver the word. For those that, that haven't heard about war. You got, that's my favorite war song. I mean, I love war, but uh, that one hits home, you know. Yeah. And and that's exactly what, what you've done with, with your life is is what I said earlier. You know, like, you got had some downs. Got back up. And you know, brother, the thing is, is that sometimes even now, life is good. And I'm going to still have some downs, but those downs ain't compared to the way they were. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. So right now, I've been in worse places, one boy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, so, so there's always a bright side. You know, you, sometimes you just got to wait and just look. Because it's just across the street sometimes. You dig what I'm saying? And God does these things for you, man. I'm telling you. I'm not like I said, I'm not a church-going guy, but I'm a God for me, man, because he's been there for me when I needed him. But... When you think you have it bad, look across the street. Yeah, look, look right. Look, just look right here. Yeah. You never know yeah. what somebody's going through. You know what I'm saying? Oh. And yeah, you know. And I remember uh, a few years ago, right before mine started. Right before mine started, the, the first day, Kurt Sutter's going to have a, a. He always had a little party at his house before we started filming. And I'm on the way over there, bro. A guy takes me out. They want to cut off my leg, below my knee, and uh, so I was. Uh, so if you see the first season of mine, I'm always propped up because I was in a wheelchair and a walker. You dig what I'm saying? Nobody knows. It. I mean, it was first time hearing it. Um, but um, I remember going to, uh, I was I was going with my wife. With my wife, my, my wife's an angel, bro. She's an angel. Um, yeah. Take your time. I remember I was in this wheelchair for like a, they shaved the leg. They want to cut it below the knee. And um, uh, then I'm doing Mayans, bro. And, um, and I was doing that movie, El Chicano, and I was booked to start that movie on Monday. And uh, so I called Ben Bray. I said, bro, I just, I just got a leg. I, I can't do it. I, I, I can't take the job. 
He goes, we'll put you in a wheelchair. <laughs> so if you see that show, uh, the movie Al Chicano with George Lopez, yeah. I do that scene with him. I'm fucking, I'm on morphine and Oxycontin, bro. Wow. I'm on morphine and Oxycontin, bro, doing that movie, right? Because of the pain. It's ridiculous, bro. It's ridiculous. Anyway, my, my, so my wife would take me to these appointments. For the, the first three months were rough because you know, they, still is, they, they didn't guarantee my day was going to stay on, you know? And uh, so we're going to this appointment. And, uh, and uh, so she wheels me in. And then... Uh, there's a guy there. He goes, oh, hey, bro, I'm a big fan, bro. He's in Wichita, man, you know? And he goes, um, and I'm fucking bitter, homie. I'm fucking, because they told me I'm not going to run no more. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a real athlete. I'm an athletic guy. Yeah. You're never going to run no more. This and that. Lay came back half inch shorter and all that. And, um, and I'm just bitter. And my wife's trying to cheer me up. And the doctor's saying, man, this guy's lucky to be alive, you know, much less the way he's acting. Because I was, I was, yeah. I'm thinking, God, why, why'd you do this? I do everything by the book. I, I, I help people. I do everything, you know? It's like a chin check, you know? And um, so I go in there, and and, uh, and this is where I'm. This the, the point I'm saying the story is because you know how God puts stuff in your face, you know. Yeah. So the guy goes, he goes, "Hey, bro, can I get a picture?" I go, "I go, yeah, bro, but just stand up. That way, nobody knows that we're hurt." You know, I'm talking about because I hate to see. I don't want nobody to see me in a wheelchair. You dig? And uh, he goes, "I can't get up, bro. I've been in this chair for ten years like this." Wow. And it was a chin check, local. Like, okay, you're crying about because you're gonna walk again, and you're never gonna walk again, right? Yeah. So that was one chick chick. So now I'm in my fourth month in rehab, right? I'm on the bike. I'm feeling feet. I mean, I'm my sixth month now. I'm on the bike. I'm, I'm not, before I remember, I could pretty move, right? The pedals now, I'm chingas, boom, boom, backwards. <laughs> and I see Amato come in with uh, his old lady. And I see how we thought he is, how fucked up in the head. He's his old lady hugging him. And I saw him, and I, and I remember my wife being like that. I remember us coming in together like that. Yeah. So I said, so I go over there. I say, you know, when I'm done with my workout, He's just like, we thought, we don't want to do shit, right? Because I know how it was, yeah. right? And uh, so I go, when I'm done my workout, I'm going to go over there. I'm going to tell him, it's going to be feeding me, right? So I'm done workout, bro. I'm limping like, I have a cane now at this time. And I have a walker. And I go over there, go see him. Then I look down, and his leg is gone. Mm. You dig what I'm saying? So we're in a different situation, homeboy. So I didn't say, homie, stay up, or not. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I couldn't give him my spiel because it was a whole different thing that right. he had. So another chin check. That's when I start appreciate, appreciating again. You dig what I'm saying? So, yeah, you always got, like, that's why I'm saying you can just look across the street or look like right here. Like I said, look right there next door. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, appreciate the small, the small, small things. Yeah, brother. And um, I I think it's a beautiful thing that, that what you and your, your wife have had for, for, for a long time. And, and that within itself is, is something beautiful to see from, from the outside in. Just how strong and close you you and your wife are. You know what, brother? The thing is, you know, uh, find you gotta find the right partner, bro. You dig? Uh, it's really important. You know, I'm a good dude and all that, and I'm a nice guy and all that stuff. But my wife has made me a so much better human being, bro. You yeah. know what I mean? She 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 checks me like, hey, hey you could do that. You you know you, you know be cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like, I'm not gonna be like not 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 arrogant. I, I could but I could be. Not as nice, you know. I, I, I come from not a nice place. I mean, I'm, of course, I'm nice to everybody and everything, but she really, she has the the most purest heart. Yeah. And that just transferred over to me. We've been together 16 years, you know. So it's a, it's, it's a, you have to have a good partner, bro. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you gotta have a partner that that uh, that loves what you do. That's okay with what you do. You know what I mean? Because that's something that's gonna be jealous of what you do. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying, brother? Because then that could just hinder what you got to do. You know what I mean? What advice would you say is 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 important is key to have a, a functional healthy relationship 
You know what, man? I gotta tell you, man. Happy wife, happy life. You know what? It, you know, you know. It took me a long time to learn that, but and I, and I was the, I was trying to fight it. <laughs> but you know what, loco? If they're happy, you're gonna be okay, bro. You know, yeah. you know what? You know what? Um, don't fight for. Pick your battles. You know what I mean? Just uh, you know, um, yeah, you know. I'm a homebody, loco. I'm a homebody. Uh, I love being homies. My, you know, me and my wife, my boy, my four dogs, three dogs now. But uh, and then uh, we go out when we when we go out, but it's always together. I mean, that's my unit, loco. It's that's that's my. I enjoy being there. That's my unit. Yeah. You know? And yeah. you have to have that. If you're not, then there's no reason to stick around. And I'm I'm just being honest, you know. Yeah. You mentioned the the perspective, right? In in life, when you you just gotta look across the street sometimes for perspective. Uh, on on that, uh, this past weekend when I went to that the, this retreat, there was a a man who spoke, young man, maybe in his in his early thirties, talked about how he had dialysis and he had like a tube connected on his chest for for years and. Uh, all he prayed for every day was just for him to be able to urinate. That's it. You see, brother? And I was like, wow, like I would never think that. And of course, we, we say, man, you know, we're grateful to have our limbs and things like that. But to see someone face to face who was who was just saying, hey, I just I would pray every day that I just I could just be able to urinate. Wow, because he had he had tubes in him, you know, right, every, every day for years, and and uh, well, he ended up getting a transplant, and and he's healthy now. Good for him, um, God bless him, bro. But yeah. that that was was so eye opening. Right, for me. right, brother, right. And just made me so God, much grateful. For granted, brother, you know, what I'm talking yeah. about you know right yeah. now what we're doing right now. Come on, homie, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know, it's just uh, breathing. We were able to talk, you know what I'm talking about. And now, and this uh, this leg injury, it was it's something like I said, we're always learning. This happened to me four years ago, and I'm, that's something. Another lesson I learned. You dig what I'm saying? Always learning, brother. That's why I tell people like when I was 17, I thought I knew it all. You couldn't tell me how stupid was that. You know what I'm saying? Here I am, 61 years old, and I'm still learning every day, local. You know? Yeah, I love that. Now let's let's move into the the hit show, the hit shows that that you've been a part of, right. and you are a part of. Yeah. Um, and movies and and everything that that you've been. Uh, very successful and uh, very sought after, which, which must be a, a beautiful feeling. It is, brother. It is. What, what would you say differentiates you from from other actors, from other people? I think, and and, and I've been told, and I've been hired because of it, because of my authenticity. Yeah. You know, I'm not. I, I um, I don't, bro. You know, I'm talking about. And the thing is, I live so much, and I've done so much in my life. Not all positive, but um, whatever you write, I'm gonna bring part of me into those words. Yeah. And the thing is, for any actor, this is um, put your life, what you lived, all the things you've been through, you put that right here in your back pocket, you know what I'm saying? And now just whatever you wrote, I'm gonna write, I'm gonna say, but with my experiences. Mm. And if you do that, you're gonna be okay, man. You know what I'm saying? What would you say is the most difficult part of your career? At this point, there's nothing really difficult no more. You think, the, the, this is what I gotta, what I've just learned, like I said, I'm always learning. Until five years ago, uh, four years ago, uh, I've learned to just act. See, what happens is most of my career, I've been doing this for 30 years, I would get into a space. Let's say I had to be mean or let's say I had to do something bad. I would put myself, when I did something bad or did something mean back in the day, mm. or when I hurt something, I hurt real bad, and I would put myself in it the night before, and I would come to work and I'd be in that whole mood. Yeah. And even if I had a scene, we're friends, right? Like if I had a scene with Charlie Hannan or... 
whoever I had with it, Ron Perlman, and I had a bad where I had to get slapped or something, I would like, I'd come into work and I would even, I would just look at them, just mad dog them the whole day. Yeah. And then I would go in there and do my thing. And then after we, I did my shit, then I would hug them. Hey, Holmes, good seeing you, right? And what's, what's, what happens, you go home still beat up. Mm. You still go home mean. You go home hurt. Whatever you, you, you started from the night before. Where now as, and I've just learned this, bro. Because I'm not as good as actors as everybody thinks I am. Now these people are good. You know what I mean? I have to, I have to go deep, loco. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have to. I'm a method guy, you know? And yeah. uh, so now, I, I, I uh, this past four years, uh, the Mayans is... I go have fun with the guys, and then uh, give me five minutes to, uh, to get set up, and then I do my thing. And it's so much easier. And then we say, cut, I go home, I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I go hug my wife and stuff instead of just being like, you know, being Because yeah. that's how I would go to work. I would go home, and I would just be like, I'd be in it with attitude. I just finished, you know, something hard right now. Yeah. And because I brought something hard in my life back to do this scene. Yeah. And now it's just act, bro, instead of being, you know, get myself all locked up for a whole day on it, you know. Because I get deep, I get deep. You yeah. Know, you know. What would he say is, is, what makes Mayans unique for you than, than any other show, any other film? You know what I like about it? There's so much raza in there, bro. I, I, you, know, you know, I can just look back. I go, did I say that word right in Spanish? You know, because it's so, <laughs> it's so cool, right? Or even the crew. You know, you know um, we have a lot of raza in, on the crew as well. So it's just, uh, and so we, you know, our culture is the same. You know, even if they say we're Dominic, whatever it is, right. you know, we're still Latinos, you know. And uh, so we can relate. And, and, and we love, man. We, you know, we hug. You know, you get all the guys together. And you just, just a bunch of dudes. Some of the guys have been through, you know what I'm saying? Um, half and half. Some have been through, the other half are actors. Uh, but everybody's been through some. And, we're, and, uh, and we can relate with each other. And it's just a big, it's just a big family, Karnani. You know, and I tell you, man, I've been doing this for a long time where, you know, it's, it becomes a job. You got to wake up early in the morning. Mm -hmm. You got to learn your lines and be on time. And shit, right. But this one, the Mayans, man, and then Algin James, our boss, you know, he's a, he's a lovely guy to work with. You know, he, uh, he, he, lets, he lets us work. Like, he gives you the time. You know, he'll give you, do your takes. He goes, I'll do them for you, you know, and, and, and I love that. So he's, a, he's an actor's director, you know, and everybody just, uh, it's like a family card now. It really, I could really say, I mean, I've been a lot of, I've been a lot of series where we're all family. Yeah. But this one's like, like blood, homeboy. Tu sabes? Like that, yeah. or not. I love it, man. Yeah. And that's why the show's good. I mean, that's why it's popular, because I, you can see the... I mean, when we're not together, I mean, Thursday, I'm leaving to Minnesota with five of them. We're going to ride motorcycles for four days. You wow. Know, so it's badass, bro, you know? And then the following week, I'm going to Canada with Sons of Anarchy guys. You know what I'm saying? Nice. So it's just it's just like a big brotherhood, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know? yep. And then a lot of people may not know, but you actually have owned motorcycles Pretty much your your entire yeah, life. Yeah, I've been riding since I was fourteen years old, bro. I got a little collection at the house. I I, I love Hardys, bro. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I love my bikes, you know. Yeah. What what is it? Because uh, I know that obviously different people collect different things. What well, do you I would say? like to collect cars. See, I have a 1948 Chevy that I just redone again, and I've had it since 1986. I've been so I've been low riding all my life. You know what I'm saying? So wow. my bikes are 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 the low riders of the you know the low riders of the cars. You know what I'm saying? We had a step on. Here on the show, I ride. I rode a lot with Stevan. Yeah, yeah. You you ride with Stevan? I ride not not lading, but I used to ride with him a lot. Yeah, he's a, he's a good dude, homie. Oh, he loves his low riders. He, and, and he, oh yeah, he has, he has we has a forty eight feet line just like mine, exact same car. You oh know? wow! Yeah. But we rode with Stevan quite a bit, man. We 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 lost a friend one time in front of us, bro. He wow. actually died. Rest in peace, Spanky. You know, uh, we're having a great ride, and uh, it was tough coming down that hill because he Frank Spanky never made it down the hill, man. You know, he died, he died in my wife's arms. Wow. On a ride. Yeah, man. 
Wow. I, 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 I wouldn't even think that rides become oh, yeah, potentially da dangerous. Of, oh, yeah, man. You know, and, uh, yeah, yeah. It was pretty sad, you know, pretty sad. Yeah, but and then when over. when you when you go ride with with your boys and and motorcycles now, um, I know that that you love you talk you talk you were talking I, I I've heard you talking about how you ride in L.A. but it's like bumper to bumper, so, so it's kind of crazy. But you like that you can swerve. I, you, you split lanes, you know. I have different bikes. One one of them is real high, the high ape hangers. I can split lanes pretty easy. But you know nowadays it's just harder to ride, bro. Um, I really can't do uh like i used to do a lot of writing but now it's you're getting like a lot of people around you you know what i'm saying so it's and it's like like the one in um, minnesota there's 250 writers that on wow the next few days it's gonna be a lot of writers and um but i like more organized rides now than just going because anywhere you, you it's kind of weird sometimes you know what yeah. i'm saying you know sons of of anarchy i know has uh it's the show has has a new life overseas yeah, we're well, gonna be going. To, we're gonna be going to um, the Ukraine, uh, Liverpool. We're going to Germany um, in December. Both um, we're doing both um, both countries. Uh, what it is is uh, because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, people got hip to uh, Sons of Anarchy, which we've done since two thousand eight, long time ago, right? Two thousand fourteen, we ended. So uh, yeah, so we got a whole new fans now. So they're they're in demand right now. So it's good, man. You know. So. Yeah. How how crazy is that for you to see it's, like a? It's great. No, you know, I was I was just saying we just came back from Chicago. We were in, in Colorado this, last month, and uh, bro, the lines are crazy, bro. It's like really, different conventions, right? The conventions, yeah. yeah, it's a trip, bro. You know, it's fun, you know, and it's always like a nice reunion, you know what I mean? So with the fellas, you know, because they were really that was really a tight knit group as well, brother. You know, and then you were also on on my block and and on my block. Uh, a lot of a lot of young people uh, watch that show, and and you got a whole new. I have a whole new a whole new yeah, fan base. A fan base, brother. This is a trip, right? So it's yeah. kind of weird when they you go somewhere and they're going Uncle Chivo. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a trip, you know. And my son, you know, uh, I don't let my son see a lot of my stuff because most of my stuff, like all the shows that I've been on, you know, zombie shows, gang related, you know, and I, um, it's a lot of a lot of violent stuff, you know. So my son, he's fifteen now, and he knows what I do, but um, but. On my block was a show that I was able to share with him. We could sit down and laugh our ass off together, you know. Yeah. So he really enjoyed it, man. You know. Yeah. What was your your favorite thing about shooting that that show? You, you know, man. Um, it was weird. Uh, it was really that character is really weird, bro. You know what I'm saying? And uh, uh, um, and I remember um, it was it was really weird because they, they had my brother was dying. He was in my house and he was he was he was he was on his last legs, you know. So I was taking care of him at the house and they had called. And uh, then my dad, my brother passed, and I didn't want to talk to nobody. I didn't want to work. I, I, I just like you know, you get a weird mode, you know. And uh, me and my brother, we, were, we slept in the same bed, two or twelve and thirteen. We were really tight, you know. And uh, and uh, they had called, and um, and I told my agent, I don't want, I don't want to work right now. I'm just, I'm dead. I'm just recouping right now. And they kept on calling for all my block, and I said, no, I'm, I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool. And then like about a, about six weeks passed by, and then I started, you know, feeling normal again, you know. And uh, my morning, I had went to my morning, and then I so I called him up, and. Uh, I go, I see they still want me over there. And they go, they've been waiting for you. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> that, that was cool, man. And uh, so when I did when I did the when I did the character, uh, I had my own way of doing it. And uh, they go, that was great, Emilio, but can you do this? Like, he was like, My name is Chivo. That kind of right. And I go, Are you serious, man? And they go, a couple of times when I was doing the show, I would cut my side, I'd walk away, I go, Seriously? <laughs> this is yeah. what you want me to do? And they go, Emilio, it works, it works. So you know what? After the second season, then I finally the, the kids loved it, you know what I mean? So it was yeah. a trip, you know, so it was good. 
It was yeah. different, you know? Because as actors, you want to express yourself, you know? Right. You want to. And that guy, that right. guy was just like a robot, you know? So then it became easy, you know? But it was, it was, it was fun. I, I asked you what the most difficult or challenging part of, of your job, your career is. What's your favorite part? The friendships. Friendships are great, brother. You know, because, you know, as actors, you know, uh, we're all kind of weirdos. Not, not weirdos, but I'm saying we're, we're different. <laughs> Creative. We're create. Yeah. We're, <laughs> no, we're like, it's like we express ourselves. Yeah. And it's, and it's so good because I was around so much, nobody expressing themselves. In the my, my past life, you know, nobody was just, everybody was just hard. Everybody was just like, hey, it was like crazy, right? I mean, like, it's like everybody's just boom. And over here, I get to see these people just some expressing. And I, and I love that. I love when you can express yourself and nobody judges you for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's beautiful, man. You also have a show with your wife. Huh? Yes. Well, yeah, it's called The Family Business. Um, on BET? On BET. It's our fourth season now. And, uh, uh, I could because of you know con you know because of my contract I only do three episodes per season, but my wife is like one of the stars, brother. She's she's like her fourth season and uh, she's she's a bro. <laughs> she's, you gotta you gotta have her on here one day. You're gonna you go. She, oh, yeah. she has some stories Definitely. to tell as well, brother. Uh, yeah, if you look at that show in this season, there's a fourth season here. Uh, she's running the show. She she I mean, her own little program right now. You know, she's really. Um, yeah, I would hate to meet her. I, I could never marry a woman like that. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Consuela Zoniga, forget about it, man. <laughs> gotcha. I feel for you, local. <laughs> she's so bad, bro. No, she's so bad. Yeah. Well, do you guys ever talk about like give each other tips or? Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. She, you know, so in fact, because she's a, she's a, she's a gangster. She's a gangster in this, you know, and the. The, the director and the writer said, "How did you, where did you uh, learn to be like this? She goes, I watched my husband. <laughs> <laughs> so it's great, you know what I'm saying? You know, and then now my son, he's in his second year of drama, so I'm hoping that he, he, really, he really likes it because you know, I really would love to help him in that, but I would not force anybody to do it, and, uh, and I'm not going to just give you anything either. You, know? yeah. you have to work for it just like I did, you know what I'm saying? Uh, nothing's given. Otherwise, uh, you don't appreciate it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying, brother? You know? Yeah. I know that you've uh, been all around the world, all across the states, um, but you talked about how there's no place like home. No place like home, bro. Why is that? You know, it's like um, I like to sleep in my own bed. I want to cuddle with my wife. I want to know if I can yell at my boy, Mijo, get over here. You know, I, I just, and when you're away, and I'm away, not as much as, I mean, I, this, I have like eight trips coming up in the next four months, but... Uh, no, bro, there's no... Sometimes I always tell my babe, I wish I could just go and do my thing here and then come back home, but it's not that way because sometimes I'm 3,000 miles away, 5,000 miles away, you dig yeah. what I'm saying? But uh, uh, no, you know, and as I get older, Granada, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about familia, homeboy. It really is. It really is, you know. Yeah. I know who, uh, when I was down and uh, who came looking for me and uh, people that I thought would come looking for me didn't. And, uh, you know, it's just weird, you know. Yeah. But my family was always there, local, you know. My, 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 my immediate family, my wife and my boy, you know, of course my head feet, that's what I call, you know, this and that, you know, but uh, they're, they're there and they got to go, they, they got to weather the storm too. Yeah. And they did, you know. You, you're, you're obviously a, a big family man and, and I'm sure you grew up a family guy as well, right? All, all my life. I mean, yeah. that's one thing, the thing is this, Karnat, is that, and, and, and responsible, you know, even though, even though I was a, you know, street guy and dope fiend and all that. I was always, I always took care of my familia. You know, they were, they never went without. In fact, they always had more. You dig than the normal. 
um, my dad, you know, the thing is, and that goes back to my dad, you know, um, when I was eight years old, um, I had a paper route and I used to make $30 a month. This is back in 1969, 68. And, uh, every month I get paid $30 and $15 went to the pad. We had to pay rent. Local. I've been paying rent since I was eight years old on board. You know what I'm wow. saying? You know what I'm saying? And I didn't get it at the time because everybody else were like, everybody else didn't do that. Just me. My dad was like, but I've always had money right here. I've always had a little job, no matter what it was. It was cutting lines, raking leaves, whatever. I always had a little failure right here, you know what yeah. I mean? And to this day. And that's one thing I always give to my dad. I mean, you know, like, uh, you know, and my, my, and my, my dad was never, he never really, uh, how do you say, he never really, uh, uh, he, he never really accepted my career. You did. Because I was a mechanical engineer for Hostess Cakes, you know. Um, uh, so I, I was never a smart guy, but I was good with my hand. I could, right? Make good failure. I was doing good for 14 years. So my, every year, I would bring my dad from Texas, from Texas, over here to come visit us, right? And uh, and uh, he would always tell me, "You still got? I see you on TV." He goes, I'd be like, "You're a tough guy. I see you on TV, man. You know, doing all right, right?" I go, "You still got your job, though, right?" He would always tell me that, you know, like you know, I go, "Oh, he had that, you know." So, you know, my dad died not knowing that I'd been doing this for a living for five years. Wow. I always told him, even though I didn't, I didn't do that work no more. He, I always would say, "Yeah," to make him feel secure. You know, like, yeah. yeah, I was gonna be okay. You dig what I'm saying? Wow. But I tell you, man, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a trip. Is a, um, he'll go, hey, man, you know, send me this picture. Send, uh, this girl's like you. I don't know. You know, you know like, oh, always like uh, mean, right? Because so-and-so, Sonia, Rebecca, I would send like Texas to Texas all the time. I would send pictures, right? So when I went to go bury him, you know, cremate him in Tejas, I flew over there. And my his brothers like, were there waiting for me. And they, he took me to all his stomping grounds, all his bars I used to hang out. And every, and see, he never told me he was proud of me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. He, he was just like, hey, you know what, whatever, you know, just you're doing that. He goes, you're going to get old. Nobody's going to want you. You know, he, he would always like, he would say the negative part of it. That probably could happen, right? <laughs> He'd always look at that part of it, you know. And, and uh, but when I got to Tejas, man, he took me to his places. And then they go, all your dad was talking, was did was talk about you. That's a trip. I don't, he was very proud. He just could never tell me, loco. Yep. He would tell everybody, my, this is my mijo. And, they, and where I went, they, my picture was there, look, with the yeah. bars, the restaurants, you know what I'm saying? He goes, me and I, look, we had this issue. So it's a trip. So, you know, the, the, the point of that story is, you know, tell your kids you love them. Tell, your, you know, tell them you're proud of them. You know what I'm saying? Because I wish you would have told me, look. Yeah. Yeah. My dad was the same way. Yeah. My dad, you know, it took me, it took me five years. Well, they can't, because the thing is, their time is that. This is a far-fetched thing for us to do. Yeah. Are Yo, you going to be a movie star? Yo, are you going to be a radio station? No. Who heard of that? Yeah. And not them. Yeah. They're from the farm picking picking the fields, local. Yeah. This That's is real. This, is, this doesn't happen to guys like us. You did? Yeah. And so that, and he was just, it was just trying to just, um, just to give me, to be sure I was secured. Mijo, good, you know, get work for the city for 20, 30 years, then you're, you're secure, you got benefits, you got social security, you know, that's the thing. And, and I get it. And that's a feed. If you do that, that's feed, man. I was going to do that with my heart. I was there 14 and a half years. You know what I mean? It was a good pension and all that. But this worked out. I want, This is what I wanted to do. This would save my life, local. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. So let your kids dream, man. Dream, man. Dream big. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have a, a foundation now. It's called the Fresco Foundation. And I grew up in Southgate. And all the surrounding cities now we serve in, in Southeast L.A., and our main purpose is to mentor, be a mentorship program yeah. for the inner city youth. And more than anything, we want to let the youth know that there are careers, especially now more than ever, there are new careers yeah. available that you can dream big. Yes. You know, follow your passions, follow what you love. I I was into music. Well, 
since I was a kid. I used to love music. I used to love, I bought my turntables um, uh, after my dad told me he didn't want me to, to DJ. And he, I asked him, it was 200 bucks. And he said, no. So I saved up my money. I was 14 years old. Um, and I bought my turntables uh, <laughs> from these two homies, these two cholos that were living next to me. And I said, hey, how much for your turntables? They said, 200 bucks, which by the way, they were, they cost more than that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. I, th I think they they saw this kid that wanted to do it, and they're like, "Just give me two hundred bucks." Man, that's speed, man. And I, that's how I started DJing. That's how I got into music. That's how I got into radio. And fast forward, and, and now I'm here. There it took it me and see you buying your own turntables made you appreciate them even more, Cardinal. For sure, you know what I'm saying instead of somebody buying them for you. For sure. I also do a, a mentorship program for the past 12 years. And uh, in fact, that's why I do my golf tournaments. You know, uh, uh, it's for the Hispanic 100 and it's for the kids that they're smart Chicano Latino kids, you know. Yes. But they don't have a ways of getting fed yet to go to college. So this thing gives them a scholarship to go to college, bro. You dig what I'm saying? And it's just so beautiful, brother. Yes. So, and in fact, the next month, they're giving me a Lifetime Achievement Award at the gala. So it's just beautiful. Oh, man. Clap you know, it up for no, that, no, man. No, no, no. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, they, they, it was a, it was, it was a nice gesture of them, you know. But yes. I remember last year we were giving away the certificates because I had my first annual golf tournament there, and you know, man, and I, I seen these thirty-two kids lined up, you know, all in their gowns, this beautiful gala, and they're crying because they're getting a little bit of feria, you know. Yeah. And I, I started crying you know, because you know, because <laughs> you know, because we, we we made this happen, you yeah. know. So it's just beautiful, and that's what we got to do, brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So beautiful, man. It's it's. It's it's at that point of of in high school or in between high school and the next step, right? Like maybe sixteen, eighteen, even up to like twenty twenty two, where it's a, it's very vital to 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 help someone out and inspire, motivate. Because at that point, we're trying. I mean, we're, we're always going to try to figure out life, right? right even right. as adults, but like at that point, it's such a pivotal moment in in a young person's life. Yep. And and uh, you know to to be able to to help. It's it's a it's it's such a it's such a special powerful thing that that you do. You know, and the thing is, Kurnat, back in the day before, you know, I, I was you know doing this and that. I was you know I was acting has been, always been good for me. I mean, done good for me. And uh, in my body where I used to live at, I I, was, I grew up in the same body for forty years. And um, what I would do, uh, I would get the kids in the body that they were smart kids, but they didn't have they didn't have they were going to graduate. But then have the feria to get them out, you know, with the, the nice, resources. No, 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 yeah. no. Like to get dressed up to go to, to go graduation. Mm. It's a big day. So what I would do, I would find out, and I would, I would, I would not tell them. They would never know where the feria came from. Wow. But I would dress them up, homeboy. You know, whether it was a gown or was it a you know a suit, and I say, and it, 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 it was from their parents. It was from their parents. This is what we did for you, people. But it was, you know, I did that for them because because wow. it was sad. Because that's like one of the proudest moments, hopefully not the proudest moment of their life, but it's a big moment at the time when you graduate from high school. Yep. And then you want to go up there and look bon and root out, you know what I mean, sharp, you know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, man, it was, you know, it was, you always got to give. And that's why you keep give. getting blessed. That's no, and, that, and that's the deal, loco. If you do it from your heart, because see, God knows this one boy. Amen. You could tell, you know, and I see it. I say, you know, I didn't tell you, don't do this shit. I hate it when people go, Hey, look, I'm about, I bought a pizza. Let me go sh feed these homeless. And they have it on camera. Like, they, you know, when you do it, when nobody's watching, that's when it's real. But if you do it for, to front on Instagram only, that's not, that's. And plus, anyway, fucking homeless local, I don't want nobody seeing me on Christmas getting a pizza from me. Right. Why are you going to show me my lowest part of my life, local? Right. You know what I'm saying? Bro, yeah. just say, hey, just do it. Close doors behind everybody's back. And that's the way to do it. Look, of course, I can't hide this. Hispanic 100 thing that I do for the kids because of course. 
I put my face so we can make money. You, right. know, you know what I'm saying? And for the kids. I get that. It's different. It's different. You know it's what I'm saying, local? Yeah, you know what sure. I'm saying? But uh yeah, man, just just do it from here. And you know, listen, bro. We always got a little extra fed in our pocket. You know, somebody needs, you know, you, you could tell, you know, feed them. You just, you know, you see somebody, you're hungry, hungry. You could tell who's hungry, homie. Yeah, yeah, go buy them a plate. That man don't hurt you. You know what I'm saying? Just, just you do that, homeboy. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, bro. I, I try to tell people, and then people do it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Oh, just do it. Yeah. You dig? Yeah. Um, I want to talk about how we we grow up from you know sometimes in tough neighborhoods uh and then in order to 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 come out of of that and and become successful sometimes um we feel like it's unreachable you know like i i have family members who grew up in in my neighborhood uh we all grew up like within a few blocks of each other and uh they look at me like I can never do, I can never reach that, that type of success. So I could never, man, Mondo's just like, is, is a, is a, it's a, a unique case. Right. And what I preach is, is no, like if I could do it, you can. Yes. What advice would, would you give? The thing is, is brother, we're all born with a different challenge. You dig what I'm saying? Like I have two nephews. We come from the, we're straight, we're straight from the barrio homeboy. I mean, yeah. we're talking about barrio, barrio, you know, and, uh, and I'm the eldest of five brothers minus one rest in peace, BB, you know, I love you, Cardinal. But, um, I got two nephews right now, homeboy, Rocky and Benny. And their hefito, you know, their their dad was a rough and tough guy, you know. And uh, bro, one got a scholarship to uh, 4.8 at USC. The one 4.6 at UCLA, carnal. You dig know what I'm saying? And I'm thinking, where did this come from? Because this is a, we never had guys that do it to university. You dig yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then that, bro, forget about my career. That right there makes me proud, homeboy. Yeah. That stuff like that makes me proud, homeboy. And uh, so we all got it. We all. The thing is this. You cannot be lazy. This is the deal. You cannot be lazy. So figure out what it is that you do or you love to do. Is because you get the job that you love to do, you never work a day in your life. You know what I'm saying, local? Yeah. So find out what you love to do and work. Yeah. Nothing's going to be given to you. You know, nothing will ever be given to you. You know what I'm saying? And that's another thing. My upbringing, nothing was given to me, local. I had to work, homeboy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, and then, and one thing you start here, and all of a sudden it leads you to another. And, and, but if you do everything with passion, and with a good heart. And at least it just good things happen to good people. It's real simple, bro. You dig? It's real simple, man. What advice do you give your your son on a on a daily basis? You I, think I, I I tell my son to work hard at everything that he does. You know what I mean? To always be the best at whatever it is. Give it your best shot. You can't be the best. Be somebody, there's gonna be somebody better. There's always gonna be somebody better than me. But it's just as long as you give your best shot, that's all you can do. But always, always the best. When he, he does karate and and um. And but that this sometimes it depends, you know. Cause I say when you hit that when you hit that bag, I want you to take that bag off his hand. You know what I'm talking about? But then it kind of works against him because then the our, the sensei says, you know, nobody will spar with him because he wants to hit hard. You know what I mean? So you know, you, know, you, you got to find a balance. You know, you got to find a balance. You dig know what I'm saying? Yeah. But always give it 110 percent because if you're not, somebody else is. You For dig? Sure. You know? For sure. Uh, your son was born in in L.A. Oh yeah, he's a Cedar Sinai. I know you 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 love California. You love L.A. I love California more than anything, brother. You know, I I moved to Palmdale about four years ago. Uh, my sister moved out there, and uh, I just love the the tranquility, bro. It's just 
tranquilo to the max, carnal. And, and now I can always come down to the mess if I need to. Yeah. You know, it's an hour away, but uh, I'd rather just be. This is like when I go home, bro. It's just like it's like my I call it my little big. I live on top of a hill, and my, my neighbor's a mountain. <laughs> I have my my own little big bear, carnal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's beautiful, man. You know. Yeah, yeah. In uh, in in LA, you know, it's it's known as as the the city of the city of entertainment, right? Right. right. And there's a lot of people that come from other states, other cities to try to do something in entertainment. And often what I hear is, oh man, LA is full of fake people. LA is this and that. But they don't know the reality of what LA it really is. Well, this is a, and that's a very good, I love that you said that right now. You know, the thing is this, yeah, a lot of stuff in in, in our business, it's a lot, a lot, a lot going on. You dig what I'm saying? But I'm comfortable. You would have got you killed in the calle. You know what I'm talking about? So shit over here, you always gonna get 110. percent So you know when you when you find the people, and even though they're not from the streets, you find some people that are 100, percent and those are the people I I adhere to. You yeah. dig what I'm saying? Because yeah. they're real. Cause I can spot you fake from a long way, homeboy. I, you know, I, I had, that was part of my job back in the day. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, um, so no, uh, it's very true statement though. Because a lot of fame, a lot of um, people doing like I said things for the wrong reason. You know, yeah. talking a lot. Of, this, this and that and I don't and then people always say fake it till you make it no no carnal don't fake it till you make it because if you don't make it it's all going to catch up to you local mm -hmm. you dig what I'm saying that always oh, stay real man whatever, whatever it is you are be that and that's that amen you know what I'm saying local <laughs> yeah, yeah. come on homie Emilio uh, I want to thank you for sharing that with, with us uh, we're going to move into uh, the last part of our program here yeah. is called Rapid Fire with Emilio Rivera. Oh, here we go, loco. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I love this stuff. So, a million dollars or a million more followers? What would you like more of? A million dollars. A million dollars. Why? Uh, I, I, I don't need all the followers. That's okay. By the way, congrats! You just you just celebrated like uh, seven hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. gonna rise up. Yeah. Gonna the, the, my thing is, is I'm trying to. We live a good life, and uh, when I leave, I want to make sure my wife and my boy. I don't. I'm, I'm an easy guy. You look at this is how I dress. I dress like this. Look at my pictures. I'm like this all the time. I'm a very simple guy. I like nice things. Don't get me wrong, but when I go, I want to be sure my wife and my boy are taken care of. And a hundred thousand followers, a million followers ain't gonna help them. A million dollars would. You dig yeah. what I'm saying? So I'm always looking at my for my family. You dig? I love that. Favorite Spanish word? Chingon. Chingon. And, 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 and feed me. Feed me. I say feed me. I say feed me a lot. And I, you know what's so cool is that I get a lot of people saying feed me. You know this. You know a lot. It's kind of cool, right? Yeah. For those that don't know, what's feed me? Feed me is like badass. You know. Like it's, a, it's, a, it's like a, it depends how you say it. But badass is, would be the best expression. That's badass. I either write feedman or like on a comment, I write feedman or badass. You know what I mean? Nice. Yeah. Nice. Favorite Latino food dish? Tamales. Tamales. You, you until you try my wife's tamales, you ain't tried tamales, local. See what it is. My mom had the best recipe, right? I saw tamales door to door when I was a kid, from May to. They're 12. You know, I stopped selling. You know how come I stopped selling? Carnal, you know, because uh, I was like a popular kid in school, right? And, and then I remember one time, um, this girl, I kind of had a little crush on her, right? I didn't know she did in the barrio, right? And um, and uh, I went to the door with some tamales, you know. It's just, I would go door to door. See, we had our regular customers, but then, we, you know, would you, we had extra. we go. And she goes, Dad, the wetbacks are here. 
I felt so like I and wow. I had a crush on that little girl, Romeo. <laughs> and here we back again, look. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. And this is this is a story, look. I got to tell you my story. <laughs> these are stories. Did, did your crush end at that at that point? point? Yeah. Bro. <laughs> she wasn't cute no more, Romeo. Yeah. That Ruka. <laughs> What's what's your favorite song of all time? Oh man, there's too many, bro. But uh, uh what a wonderful world by Louis Armstrong. That's uh, so when I that when her house me every time I do karaoke. That's the one I sing. You know, who's the best singer of all time? The best singer? Yeah. Oh, too many ones. What kind of genre though? Any genre. What's your favorite? Who's your favorite singer? I got too many bands, homie. Yeah. Too many bands. I, I can't. I don't even top, go. Top three. Okay, top three will be Santana. I love Santana. You know, I, I just love the way he plays the guitar. Yeah. Santana. Mm, you got me on. You got me on. That's good, homie. You got me on that one. Uh, I, 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 I can't. <laughs> pop them, I can't pop them off, and I don't. And I don't want to make nobody feel bad either. You know. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite piece of of tech that you use, like technology, phone, laptop, like? <laughs> iPhone, everything else I get stuck on. <laughs> I'm not computer savvy at all, local. My, my wife and my boy, they take care of that for me. But uh, yeah, just my phone. But you, you post all this, all your... Because once po- I learned, yeah, I, was, I got on, on social. it. I, could, I, do, I do my own social. Yeah, and I got yeah. somebody else who runs a page for my fan page and on Facebook, but I don't I don't know how to... They do a lot of stuff that I don't know how to do. You know? Yeah, which I think is, is really cool because there, peop- there are people, there are pages that... I just have someone, but the fact that no, I do my own Instagram. It's your own I, IG. I, I, I like it though. I really like. I really enjoy, you know, uh, interacting with the people, and uh, you know, because back in the day, I used to do a, a soap opera called Bored and the Beautiful. In those days, bro, the fan. See, nowadays the fans can get a hold of you. Back then, they would get like a, you'd get a bundle of mail, and they would send you all this mail, right? And, and I would try. And I was already, it was like '96, and I wanted to be in touch with everybody, but. Man, all those stamps cost a lot of fat. <laughs> because I would write everybody back, homie. <laughs> I didn't know you're not supposed to. I mean, you don't have to, but I, I, I thought, hey, they're, they're writing me. I write them back. But it, it was a lot of people writing, bro, you know, especially the people in prison. In prison, they're your biggest fans in prison. For soap operas, forget a boat in the beautiful. Forget about it. Hey, I think your sister's fine. <laughs> it's not my sister. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> what would he say is a nickname of yours that no one really knows about? Uh, they call me Lefty. I have that tattooed on my arm, bro. That's uh, that's uh, that's uh, that's from the street, you. I did a lot of, I did a lot of, I fought a lot. I used to fight a lot. I trained. Yeah. I mean, my time is Bruce Lee and stuff, you know. So I trained boxing. I trained a little bit of everything, and uh, I, I fought a lot. That was that was my. See, that's the thing that is uh. A yeah, strong uh, left. Uh, yeah, and, the, and that was my release. See, instead of crying, I let it out with these, you know, which is wrong, you know. But that's some, that was my only release I had. I mean, yeah, was these, you know. Well, Lefty. Yes. I want to thank you so much for coming to my oh, friends. Okay, so this is the deal. <laughs> if you know me as Junie, you grew up with me. This is a kid. That's my my smile. That's my house name. My my primos. All my primos. They will say Junie, Junie, Junie. Lefty's my guy name. My street name. And Emilio, if you knew me later on, you did. Oh wow! Yeah, I want to thank you so much for for coming. Hey, Mondo, I, had a, I had a beautiful time, Carnot. I really did. It's a great interview, man. Good times. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, before I let you go, there's a movie that isn't out yet. 
It's in it's in production. We're in post production. Yes, uh, post production. Uh, 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 called uh, Flaming Hot about Richard Montanez, um, uh, Eva Longoria directing. Uh, I just saw it about a month ago. It's a beautiful movie, bro. It's oh, about man. Raza. Uh, it's a literally a rags to riches story. And um, uh, you know this movie. I play the father, for, so we you see uh, thirty five years of me transformation. You know. Wow. Um, but you know, as we we're talking about my father earlier, his father and him had the same relationship. So this movie, I was able to say some things and hear some things that I wish I would have said to my father or he said to me. Mm. And even though we never said it in real life, in this movie, it was like a, it was a closure for me, for me, my efito, you know? So it was really, it's how God puts stuff in your, in your face. I mean, in front of you. And uh, it was a, really, it was a cleansing movie for me. Cried a lot. It was yeah. a, it was a therapy movie for me, brother. You know what I'm saying? It was beautiful, man. I know how, how much we, we as, as Latinos love our, our flaming hot Cheetos. Yes. And this is like the, the backstory of it. And it's how, his whole story. Yeah. You? That guy was, that guy was a, a gangster homie. That guy's straight from the guy is, uh, he was a homie to the max and it just worked out for him, bro. Beautiful movie, bro. Beautiful movie, man. And a so girl, proud. our girl, Annie Gonzalez, who was on the show. Yes. Is, and, is and Jesse film. John Garcia, who does an amazing job. Jesse plays a uh, Richard Montana. I pay his, I pay his father. Uh, he does an amazing job. So, so good. Everybody in that, sh in that movie, bro, brought it, bro. They really did. I'm so proud of it, man. And thank you ever for having me, man. I think every, every decade we get like a special movie, right? We get, we like need more though. Like every year we should have a special movie, Carnati. We have so many stories to tell. Yes. And, and I think, and I think with this movie and now we have the show, this fool, have you seen this fool? You have to watch this. Oh movie. yeah. 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 Frankie oh. Quinones. And, and oh, I love, I, I love, I love that guy. We, you know, we were there at the premiere on the, the screening. And then we, you know, and, and finally, Karnad, finally, we see the homies up there. Because, you know, when I first got in the business, everybody shunned me. Because I was a real about from the streets. And yep. then now my wife kind of kind of cleans it up for me. Because I was thinking, why don't they want me? You know, like, I was like, and, and uh, nobody wanted me. And and my wife goes, maybe because they were scared of you. Do you ever think about that? And I think about it, and I did have quite a... Intimidation, quite, quite, man. I had, I had an edge to me, a big edge. You know, this soft guy <laughs> has, took, has evolved. Yeah. Know? Which is beautiful. I mean, it's you know, beautiful was, evolution. You know, yeah, man, you know. Yeah. Frankie Quinones is a, is a, a good friend guy. of ours, too. He's been on the show, too. He's so talented. Love so funny. Guy. And then that guy, Chris, who started his story, is beautiful the way you do Because we had a Q&A afterwards, and it was so good, man. So, you know, it's... Every that's how it should be. It's not every decade, right? we've had them, you know. And I was, my first movie ever was Mi Familia, which was many years ago. You dig what I'm right. saying? And um, but we need it every year. We every need we do many more. Like we have, like you know, I mean, I'm, I'm. There's more than this, but like Mi Familia, uh, like Selena, La Bamba, like yes. those type of you know yeah. movies that. I feel like I have a feeling I haven't watched the film yet, but I feel like that that flaming hot movie is going to be one of those. It's going to be one of this. It's going to be a class. It's going to be an instant classic, bro. I yeah. I think you know it's uh and and everybody. They came to play, brother. They really did. Oh, I'm so proud of it, Loco. I really am. Man, well, again... But this is a deal, too. This is a deal, brother. Whenever we have Rasa coming out with stuff, we have to plug them. Yes. We have to plug them. We got to help We got to help each other out, bro. You know yep. what I'm saying? There's a different time. If you want to see more of us, you got to pump it up. We got, we got the Instagram, homie. We got to plug them, and we got to support watch. Them. And watch them. Support. You know and even though sometimes I've seen some shows that I do not like, I still watch it anywhere. I let it run. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Because uh, I try to get, sometimes I try to get into something and it doesn't always work out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you still got to support homeboy. You really do. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I love that. You use your, your platform for that. You have that. to. You have to. Because somebody else might like it. Yep. And most people do. You dig, but you have to. You can't just keep it to yourself, homie. Yeah. You have to give, homie. And I think part of that is, is why you're here today. And I appreciate that.
I, I really, really do. We, we, we all do. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Emilio, Emilio Rivera, everybody. Give him a round of applause, man. Thank you, brother. Nothing, Thank you. nothing but Thank love. You. Thank you, Karnak. And, and continue success. Appreciate um, you, man. I know you're uh, very successful for, for decades now, and, and you have many decades to go, Emilio. Thank you, my brother. Man, Thank nothing you. but love. Thank you I so appreciate much. appreciate you, my boy. Emilio Rivera, and thank you so much for watching and listening to Mondo and Friends presented by Verizon.